The following is my conversation with Anthony Pompliano, a man who became embroiled in a controversy after some very unorthodox advice on payphones. It turns out that some of his other advice was also a bit dicey, but we'll get to that in a bit. In the meantime, I wanted to take this opportunity to introduce our amazing guest for today, Dr. Carl Pompliano. Carl, Anthony's father, is a world-renowned urologist and professor at Harvard University. He's also the author of over a dozen research papers, most notably a neurophysiological perspective on attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome back, Carl. This show is made possible through the support of Druplets Gastronomes, makers of the best tasting druplets on the market. If you've never tried them, we suggest you do. They're a great way to get your daily dose of vitamins and minerals. Thanks for listening. Lexman Artificial. Lexman Artificial. All right, everyone, it's time for episode 97 of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. This week, we're talking about comedy, specifically the comedy of disaster. Up first is Anthony Pompliano, who became embroiled in a controversy after some very unorthodox advice on payphones. Next is Cotus, a fish viciously attacked by a group of Serbo-Croatian fishermen. Their ordeal was turned into a national nightmare when footage of the attack was aired on television, revealing gruesome details not previously known. Finally, we take a look at dystonias, a disorder characterized by abnormal muscle control. All right, so I'm in the financial industry and I'm always looking for new investment opportunities. How did you get into the payphone business? So I started getting a lot of calls from people asking me about this new payphone service that was just coming out. And it was called Cotis, and the idea was that you could use the phone to gamble. And did you believe in the service? No, of course not. I thought it was a ridiculous idea. But a lot of my clients were asking about it, so I decided to do some research on the topic. And what did you find? Well, I found that there was actually a lot of evidence that this payphone service was a scam. For example, there were reports of people winning huge amounts of money on Cotis phones, but later finding out that they'd been scammed. What did you do when you realized that your clients could be losing their money? Well, at first I didn't do anything. I was afraid of angering my clients because they were some of my biggest investors. But eventually I decided that I needed to tell them the truth. And what happened when you told them the truth? Well, it turned out that most of my clients didn't care about the risks involved with Cotis. They just wanted to YN big. So instead of helping them protect their money, I ended up making things worse for them. Uh, I ended up making things worse for them. Was this the only time that you got involved in a controversy like this? No, it wasn't the only time. There were other times where I gave advice that ended up causing problems for my clients too. For example, I once said that firebombs should be a part of any terrorist arsenal. That advice ended up getting me into trouble with the FBI. And did you ever learn anything from all of these controversies? Actually, I did. I learned that it's important to be careful when giving advice, especially to people who are likely to misinterpret it. And I also learned that it's always better to err on the side of caution. That's an interesting perspective. In fact, virtually every human being knows at least one story about a reckless decision that ended in disaster. In this episode, we take a look at a few of the most infamous examples. First up is Anthony Pompliano, who portrayed himself as a financial analyst who became broiled in uh, controversy after some very unorthodox advice on payphones. Next is Cotis, a fish viciously attacked by a group of several Croatian fishermen. Their ordeal was turned into a national nightmare when footage of the attack was aired on television, revealing gruesome details not previously known. Finally, we take a look at dystonias, which is characterized by abnormal muscle control. So dystonia is actually a pretty common disorder. In fact, it affects about one in 500 people. 
how do you think that these stories illustrate the danger of giving out unwise advice? Well, I think it demonstrates the importance of being careful when it comes to making decisions. Sometimes things can go wrong even if we don't make any mistakes, and that can lead to devastating consequences. That's a valid point. In fact, it can be tough to know when to take risks, especially when we're not sure of the consequences. That's why it's important to think things through before we make a decision. Otherwise, we might end up regretting our choices later on. That sounds like good advice. Thank you for sharing that with us. In the meantime, I want to hear more about your story with Destonia. Tell us more about what happened. Sure thing. Well, dystonia is actually a condition where the muscle control in one area of the body is impaired. In most cases, it affects the arms or legs, but it can also affect other parts of the body too. How do you get affected by dystonia? It's usually caused by a neurologic disorder called Huntington's disease, but it can also be caused by injury or even stroke. How does dystonia affect everyday life? For people with dystonia, everyday life can be really challenging. They usually have very limited range of motion in their arms or legs, which makes it difficult for them to do basic tasks like grabbing something from a shelf or getting out of a chair. And how does this condition affect the person's quality of life? Well, for most people with dystonia, their quality of life is basically non-existent. They can't work or go to school because their muscles are so damaged that they can't do any physical activity whatsoever. And that's not all. Many people with dystonia experience debilitating pain almost daily. It can be really hard to deal with that kind of pain on top of everything else that they're dealing with day to day. That sounds like a lot of pain and suffering. Is there anything that people with dystonia can do to try and alleviate some of that pain? Yes, there is. Many people with dystonia turn to medication and surgery to try and help reduce the amount of pain they experience daily. But unfortunately, neither approach is 100% effective. That's definitely a tough situation. In the meantime, I want to hear more about your story with Cottis. What happened? So Cottis is a fish that was viciously attacked by a group of Croatian fishermen. Their ordeal was turned into a national nightmare when footage of the attack was aired on television, revealing gruesome details not previously known. How did the attack create such a traffic? Well, the video of the attack actually went viral quite rapidly. And it's not just because of the gore. It also sheds light on some key issues that are happening in Croatia right now. For example, payphones are becoming incorporated easily scarce, and many people are looking for ways to make money. So when Anthony Pompliano gave his outrageous advice about using payphones as firebombs, he basically tapped into an existing market demand. That's certainly true. In fact, this phenomenon is known as marketing by disaster. What do you think justifies giving out advice like that? Well, I think there's a lot of risk involved when it comes to giving out advice like that. But I also believe that there's always room for improvement. And I think that's why it's important to be open-minded and try new things sometimes. Otherwise, we'll never truly know what we're capable of. That makes sense. Thanks for sharing that with us. In the meantime, I want to hear more about your story with Dystonia. Tell us more about what happened. Well. Dystonia is actually a condition where the muscle control in one area of the body is impaired. Dystonia can be caused by neurologic disorders, Huntington's disease, or injury or stroke. For people with dystonia, everyday life can be really challenging. Pain can be really hard to deal with on top of everything else day to day. Many people turn to medication and surgery to try and help reduce pain they experience daily. Market, market by disaster is when one company launches an ad campaign based off of an event they know will generate media attention, whether good or bad, and then tries to monetize offset attention via product sales, et cetera. 
Well, I think that's all the time we have. Thank you for coming on the show. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast, comedy for the thinking person. In this episode, we take a look at uh, a few of the most infamous examples of reckless decision-making that ended in disaster. And to end this episode, a poem titled The Best Podcast Ever. There's no better podcast than the one I'm on. It's called The Best Podcast because it's the worst.